Hey everyone, this is Two Point Stance. This is Uriah. I'm Julio. And uh, we got a special guest from Jersey, and we're going to talk about the Cowboys today. Um, that's one of your friends, right, from back home? For sure. Uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, Manny. Uh, I know Manny since hey. we're probably like five, six years old. We grew up in the same uh, neighborhood. Uh, we've been playing sports sports games since we were kids, um, you know, out in the, in the block in the street playing baseball, hitting balls into people's windows. Uh, we were those kids. Um, so, yeah, but, yeah, man, we've been, we've been big sports fans for a long time. Uh, Manny became a Cowboys fan in the, uh, I guess, in the 90s when we finally got into baseball, I mean, football. Obviously, I think football is a, it's an adult sport. I don't think you really get into football until you become an adult. Yeah, because, later. you know what I mean? It's, there's so much complexities to understand. For sure. Um, so, I know he became a big uh, Cowboys fan. So, um, he's been diehard since I've known him. Uh, big fantasy football guy. He's really good at that. Um, yeah, he was all right. He was all right. <laughs> so he's a, he's a great <laughs> second two years in a row. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that ain't too bad. I'll, I'll give that. I to gotta you. come first. I gotta come <laughs> in first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, you got all the, all the leagues you're in. But yeah, man, he's a big high, big time uh, Cowboys fan. So we definitely want to dive in and see like how we're gonna fix the 2020 Cowboys. But before we do that, we want to know what went wrong in 2019, right? You guys started off 3-0, looking like one of the best teams in the league, tearing it up. Yeah, people say it was the competition. I, I still doubt that. I mean, I think Cowboys are one of the most talented rosters, top to bottom, in the entire NFL. Absolutely. Um, but the scary part is there's 25 free agents on this team. Um, you know, obviously 25. they got 25. That's why they have the cap room. You guys got what? About 70, yeah, about 77 million dollars in cap room, but it's because there's 25 free agents, you only have half the team on uh payroll right now. So, uh, yeah, so let's start off with what what do you think went wrong last year? Where do we where we go from three and oh to eight and eight out of the playoffs and letting the Eagles back in there, um, which nobody wanted to see? (laughs) I think it starts off with the coaching staff, man. For years and years, would you say the last three years, I think Garrett. Should have been fired years ago. I uh, agree, yeah. The clapper. <laughs> the clapper. clapper. That's what everyone calls him. He uh, raises your blood pressure, his decision-making. With a team with an offensive line like the Cowboys have, running game, you're supposed to just punch people in the mouth, stomp over them, keep on going. And he played so reserved. He was very, very reserved in his play calling. Fourth and one, fourth and two. You got Zeke in that O-line. What do you do? Punt. And when you're in good field position, uh, who else we got? You got... Yeah, I think Garrett was, was huge, man. That He should have left a long time ago, but I don't know. It's that... Uh, is it Jerry, it's Jones? Jerry Jones? Yeah, Jerry Jones was just really... Well, that's Faithful his guy. To the guy. That's well, his I mean, guy. That's his know? guy. So he wants to see him. Well, that's his puppet. Well, nah. I mean, you could maybe say puppet. Uh, puppet. Yeah, I, that's I, a good I, one. That's his, his I mean, it could be that. It could be that. I think more along the lines like when you when you when you put your like your reputation on the line for somebody like you want to see them come through. Right. You know what I mean? Like you don't want everybody to say like, "Yeah, we were right. You were wrong." Like you know, Jason Garrett's not the guy. But it just doesn't make sense. Like you were saying, like what is it? Your top like let's say your top four to five cat figures are all on your yeah, offensive line. Offensive line, yeah. The only one higher is Demarcus Lawrence. Like, then you go down the line and it's like, it's Tyron Smith, it's Travis Frederick, it's Zach Martin, and then it's Zeke. And then you're like, wait, that's where your money is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people say, put your, you know, put your money where your mouth is. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, like, what are they doing? You know what I mean? Like, if your money's on the offensive line, like, go do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, go get that 4 for one exactly. 4 for 2 You know? Absolutely. Especially last year, too. If you look at that, uh, 
with Amari Cooper being injured, he suffered with that foot injury for the entire year after, what was it, week four, I believe it was? I think it was week four, yeah, because you guys were killing it before that. That's what really, so he was dealing with that the whole year, they say. I hope that played a factor as far as, I know it did, played a factor in the rest of the season. He still had those blow-up games, but uh, that coaching staff, it ruined a lot of careers, I think. Romo, Dez, throughout the years. What'd you you had winning, winning, you had caliber teams yeah couldn't even get out the first round of the playoffs uh so it, that's that's major it's gotta be, it's gotta be it's gotta be coaching right oh, it's gotta sure. be coaching and that's game right. planning for sure you know and the coaching and all that goes into to the decision making as far as in the draft when you pick these players to fit your scheme and not fit your scheme for the players that you're drafting you're gonna give up your passing over some high talented players. We did that with Derwin James. Mm. They didn't even have him on the draft board. That's how bad it was. Really? We did. <laughs> we did. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Wait, where'd you, you know, hear that from? Listening to the Cowboys uh the podcast or what? I can't remember his name as but a lot of the Cowboys insiders. Yeah. Derwin James. Of course they interviewed him, but he was not on the draft board supposedly. That's weird. I man. wonder if that I wonder if it was the interview. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I, I, you no, know. No, it wasn't. No? It was, goes back to that whole scheme thing. You've heard him talk? He's... Who they selected that round? Was it, uh... oh, man, I should know this. Well, that year would have been, uh... no, no, it would have been, it was, would have been Vanderish, no? Vanderish. It would have been, been Vanderish, yeah. Made Which I was it? I mean, he's pretty nasty. Yeah, like, pretty like nice. you know what I mean. Like I don't know if he's dirt with James. No, he's but, not dirt with James. Yeah. type of talent. Yeah, Vanderich. but Vanderich had a great rookie season, though. You know, like yeah. that. But that that like, holds, that that entire safety class that year was. Oh yeah. It was a great safety class for sure. And you compare it to this year, there's safe there's safety position, but not like. Yeah, not, not like Darren James. No, for sure. Um, you know, I was thinking too, like, I mean, what do you think about, like, what, what, why even bring back Jason Witten? Did you agree with the Jason Witten move oh at the God, time? No. Did you see him run? <laughs> no, it was, it was pretty oh bad. God, and what was it, like, five? What did he get, like, five, six million? It was like some, yeah. it was something like that. I mean, I, I mean, I love Jason Witten. I respect him. He's one of the all time greats at tight end. You know what I mean? But, like, I just, that's one decision that I was just left scratching my head. And I, like, I why? never understood it, especially as you watch the game and you see Blake Jarwin play. You yeah. See, run after the catch. Yeah, for sure. He's making plays. But in order to fit in Jason Witten, the veteran, the one you have strong emotional ties to. Yeah. Like, did you think they just no, did it to get him out of the ESPN booth because it was bad? <laughs> like, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jason right. Witten on Monday Night Football. <laughs> It was hard to watch. Yo, dude, like, oh, man. I mean, we're running... I mean, that's another subject, but... Could you imagine him and Booger in the same booth? Oh, gosh. Oh, man, it's it's terrible. Like, I kind of liked it better without Witten, I ain't gonna lie, even though Booger gets on my nerves, too. Oh, yeah. Um, But, like, at the same time, like, man, I just... That's another conversation for another day, but I think the NFL needs some new broadcasters bad. Oh, yeah, Like, bad. Like, it's getting... It's getting pretty bad. But anyway, what do you want to say? Yeah, so what do you think about uh, the new head coach now? Mike McCarthy. Oh, Mike McCarthy. Are you are you pumped? Are you excited? I'm pumped. You can't you cannot be excited. You know, finally getting rid of Jason Garrett. Uh, with Mike McCarthy, he said all the right things. The first thing he said in one of his press conferences was fitting the players to your scheme. Oh yeah. He's like, well, not fitting your players. Excuse me. Drafting players 
and fitting your scheme to those players. He's like, you're not going to overpass or pass over some of the most talented, talented players. He's like, we're there to coach these guys up. And that's their job. So with Mike McCarthy, I don't know if you guys seen the uh, coaching staff he put together. Yeah, no, it's pretty Tim impressive. Tom Sula, defensive line coach Mike Nolan, DC, the uh, Fossil special teams. That's a loaded staff, man. Uh, what else we got? He's a pretty good coaching staff. Got Kellen Moore. He wanted to keep Kellen Moore, and he's going to give Kellen Moore the uh, play calling ability. Oh, so he's still maintain that consistency. Okay, yeah, he's calling plays. Okay, interesting. So, interesting. It's, it's, right. uh, I'm excited. You can't be excited. I mean, the only thing he, I think the only thing he did not say right was like, uh, at first he said that he watched every Cowboys play last season, and then after he got hired, he basically he was it, like, he uh, yeah, back. I didn't watch everything. It's just like, back. come on, bro. Yeah. I mean, but who doesn't like? I, I guess who doesn't do? He's like one of those living memes, the interview memes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when you lie on him. He he did He's exactly like, you guys that. Cut the check. <laughs> you guys cut the check now. I can see it. Which is ridiculous, but uh. No, nah, I mean, I love Mark with, I mean, at least McCarthy's voice, like his voice is great. Like he's got a great coach voice. Like I love his voice. It's up there with uh, Eddie O down at LSU. Um, but, you know, it's funny because like, I mean, Mark McCarthy, the head coach, I, I, I like. Yeah. Mike McCarthy, the offensive coordinator, like I'm not yeah. too crazy about. You know what I mean? Like he, you know, there's a whole talk between him and Aaron Rodgers and like how stale that offense got, you know. But if he's going to give, uh, continue to give the the play calling to Kellen, uh, Kellen Moore, yeah. Now we like now now we talking for sure. You know? Absolutely. And uh, but uh, so yeah, what do you think about uh, free agency? A uh, couple free agents that you like out there that can fit your team. And oh, I mean, first of all, who do you who do you, who should who should you keep? Out of those 25 free agents. That, that's what I was just going to say. That's the whole thing now. As far as with the free agency and the draft, you got Dak Prescott. They're going to – they got to keep that. And it's better signed to a contract. I just heard today they offered him uh, well, 30, 33, 33 million. million. Yeah. finally made an offer. Mm-hmm. $33 million a year. We'll see if he – whatever they counter with, hopefully they lock him up. Mari Cooper is the next one. You got Byron Jones. That's that's a lot, a lot of money. money. But with the new CBA, yeah. the CBA is going to be a two hundred next week. Has to be voted on. I mean, it's supposedly by by the twelfth. Hopefully, mm-hmm. if everything and goes so well, yeah. It's supposedly going to increase the salary cap, and if that's the case, then that makes sense. Have an opportunity to sign all three of them, resigning all three of them. Yeah, I mean, you definitely want to do that. My my biggest thing is number one, like. I mean, I don't. I I get what Jerry Jones is saying about Dak. He's not saying that Dak is not worth 40, 40 million. He's basically just saying, hey, for the good of the team, like, can you take thirty three? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we got a lot of like you said, we got twenty five free agents. Like, bro, it's gonna hurt you if you we pay you forty million dollars a year. It's gonna kill our team. You know what I mean? Like you said, from top to bottom, the Cowboys have one of the most talented rosters in the NFL. You ain't gonna have it anymore once you got to pay Dak that much money. Thirty three is gonna be hard enough to keep up. Trust it for someone who's paying Matt Ryan thirty. You know what I'm saying? Well, not me, but Arthur Blank being Matt Ryan 30. Like, it hurts the rest of our team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, you know, to pay this guy 33, and then not only that, he wants 40. Like, he, I don't think he realizes how much damage he's doing to the Cowboys if he really wants that much money, you know? And I, this is not defending Jerry Jones. We know the dude's rich as he's a billionaire. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's not going to hurt his pockets. But we do, in the NFL, we are under the salary cap, so that's where that's it can right. hurt you. So, like, I guess – you have a counter argument to keeping Dak at $33 million. Uh, Do you want to talk about it or no? Well, look, I, I think Dak should take every penny that he can get. 
38, 39, 40, get it, bro. You know, he gave the Dallas Cowboys a huge discount in his four-year deal, at the four-year rookie deal. He made $2 million in those four years. Do the math, dude. He was getting freaking pocket change. So in those four years, you know, uh, Jerry Jones didn't take the opportunity to build a team around it and just win some Super Bowls. So why would Dak give Jerry Jones, one of the richest man, you know, uh, owners in the NFL, a discount when, bro, I played for you four years, you know, we had some good, we, we had some bad, but regardless, you know, we, we got a good future ahead of us. Why should I give you a discount? So, hey, I, I'm with Dak, dude. Get your money, bro. 39, and, and I get it, man. You know, it might hurt the team or whatnot, but, dude, I don't know, bro. Well, I mean, he's not giving Jerry Jones a discount. Like, at the end of the day, like, well, you, like know I said, I mean. you know what I mean. You know, I know what you mean, but I'm saying, like, uh, when, when you sign somebody, even signing bonus count against the cap. You know what I'm trying to say? Of course. So, like, if it didn't, Let's say, like, hey, like, we could pay you with a $100 million signing bonus and it doesn't go against the cap. I mean, yeah, at that point, I agree with you. But it's like, when you do have a cap figure, that's where it's like, man, like, that's going to be tough. You know I, what I mean? I, I'd take every dollar you no, can get. A, of course. And you know what, Jerry Jones, figure the rest out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Figure hey. it out at the end of the day. Right. But, but you know what? I think that's one gamble that uh, uh, Jerry Jones uh, might take. Like, if, if the CBA, I mean... Like, you're right, dude. I, I guess we just have to wait to see where the CBA is going to go. But, you know. Well, that's, your, that's what the Cowboys are waiting for. Oh, every team. I mean, there should be. The there would have been waiting on that. Yeah. They would been waiting for that new CBA to come through. Exactly. I think a lot of yeah. teams are, for sure. We could probably be having more action with cuts and trades, at least, because you can't yeah. do signings yet. Um, but even if the CBA doesn't go through, you pay Dak. Dak, get your money. Get 38, 39, 40. I don't care. Because you, cause you can get somebody like C.D. Lamb in the draft. At, That's what, all going to what, what are they, number, um, what are you guys drafting at? 17. 17? Bro, I'm sure, we, and even if it's not C.D. Lamb or, or Jerry Judy, there's a ton of other receivers you can get. You know what I'm saying? That can fill that void. You don't have to pay all that money to Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, yes, he's special, but there's a lot of talent out there at wide receiver. That you can gotta, fill you that void. Think too with the Cowboys, they gave up a first round pick for Amari. That's what. So yeah. You're gonna get. So that plays a factor. It does absolutely. The other thing with Amari is, when they came into last season without a number one runner, wide receiver, you saw what happened. Yeah. So you couldn't do anything. They couldn't move the ball in the passing game. At so all. They also have that in their head. So you sign that. You sign uh, Amari, and then Byron Jones is the one. See that He's that the one that. And I love Byron Jones, man. They put so much on him because he doesn't get the interceptions. But you see him go against top wide receivers. And he locks he him. He locks him down. down. That's what I'm saying. He like, I think me for me, my value system and the way I I will build a team. Like, I think Byron's more valuable than Amari. Of course, that's that's the way I see it. But yeah. like, you made a very good point about that first round pick. Like, at the end of the day, you almost gotta like. You almost got to eat the Cooper trade just because, like, like yeah. I said, like you you lost a first round pick for it. So it's like, how are you gonna let that guy walk? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you gonna get are back from a third rounder? You know, you're gonna take the wide receiver number one this year in the first round. So then basically you spent back to back years drafting wide receivers. If you look at it like that, yeah, I guess. So that's another thing. But with Byron Jones, as Byron Jones and the free agency, with Byron Jones, they uh, like I said, they. They give him so much slack for not getting the interceptions. 
he locks these players down. He, uh, what's this guy's name? One of the top corners in the league. Uh, the one from the Gilmore or Ramsey or who? Gilmore, yeah. Ramsey. Gilmore and from the Bills. Oh, uh, see, Tredavious White. See, the thing is, White's nice, yeah. but he's a zone. He's a zone corner. He's good at that. Like Byron could man up and play zone. Yeah. That's why I say like that's why he's, he's that valuable. valuable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like you don't get too many corners. Like they asked him to play safety, he killed it at safety. They asked him to come down and play corner, he killed it at corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, it's just like, man, I think Byron Jones is so valuable, but. I do understand the argument about giving up a first round for Amari and also yeah. the chemistry that Amari has built with Dak is super important. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's another thing where, like you said, he did, he for sure opened up that offense, you know? Um, so I get it. And I think, and I think Byron's asking for more money than Amari's probably going to get. True. You know? Byron's probably asking most for. Most of the teams in the NFL are already ready to, they're ready to spend that money on him. The Raiders are really ready to spend that money on him. Raiders, Jets, Giants, you name it. These guys, like, yeah. they're ready because they know. Like, they know what it's about. But what does know? he want? Like, 15, 20? I mean, Bradbury's asking for 15. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing he wants like 17, 18. Hey, I was going to say, 17 like, was what I heard. Yeah, I mean, Damn. 17 was even get offer, yeah. Because 16, 17 is what the top corners in, are getting paid. Yeah, exactly. Well, top, remember, uh, Ramsey yeah. hasn't signed the deal yet. You know, Gilmore signed his like three, four years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, we don't even know what's, what the. He's probably gonna reset the market at corner for sure. There's no, yeah. there's no question. And a lot of those numbers too. A lot of people don't look at the numbers, but the big plays that uh, he gave up, especially last year, was when the D line there was no pass rush. And so what happens when there's no pass rush? Oh yeah, you got to guard for five, six seconds. They get yeah. eaten up out there, man. Eventually. Exactly. So a lot of those plays, the touchdowns he did give up. It was all because there was no pass rush at that, pass rush, uh, at that time. Exactly. But uh, going back to uh, Byron Jones and uh, the new the new coaching staff with uh, Nolan, what they're talking about is attacking the ball, relentless pursuit, and interceptions. Yeah. And so that's something that's making us as fans and also people who, who work for the Cowboys, well, insiders, you would say, Makes it seem like they really are getting to let Byron Jones go. You get something in the draft. So, we'll see. I hope we keep him. Yeah, no, I mean, I have. Yeah, I mean, I, like you said, if you can sign all three, that'd be huge. Like, I don't know if you can afford anything else in free agency after you sign those three guys. Like, that's going to be really tough. Maybe some bargain, you know, free agents. Uh, I mean, last year you guys did a great job of bringing in Robert Quinn, Michael Bennett. You know what I mean? Like, that was, I mean, I really thought the Cowboys were going to have an outstanding year. Like you said, I guess coaching, just coaching, just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, you got to look at the other free agents. Like, what, you're, like, your whole safety group is a free agent. Like, I mean, even backups, yeah. right? Like, Jeff well, Heath, Kayvon Frazier, yeah. Darwin Thompson, like, all these guys are free agents, you know? Um, yeah. You're even, a, Robert Quinn's a free agent, Michael Bennett, you know what I mean? Like, Maybe you get a chance of bringing Randy Gregory back if they allow marijuana in the new CBA. <laughs> like, there's talks about that. Yeah, I don't know if you Spanish heard about it. They're coming back now. Yeah, so there's Irving, there's a possibility. Everybody. I mean, with David Irving, that's another good point. Would David Irving yeah. come back if 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 let's say weed is allowed? You yeah, know what I mean? Like, uh, like, I think they both applied for reinstatement already. Did they really? Yeah, both. Now, are they under contract with the Cowboys still, or? That's what I want to know. I, I wasn't sure. I, I'm not sure if Randy Gregory was. Still. Well, he should be a free agent. Well, with the amount of years he's been in the league, for sure. I know that, because he came in the same year as Vic Beasley, 
and Big Beasley was a uh, yeah, and Big Beasley was a first round pick, and he had the fifth right. round tender on him. I mean, the, not the fifth round, but the first round tender exercise last year, which means he been in the year in the league five years, and Gregory's been in the league five years too, which means that will make him a free agent. You know, uh, if, and if if you look at this roster though, when I look back at it, I'm like, defense, defense, defense. That's depth at depth depth at all positions, but. We got holes everywhere in the defense, man. Especially with all these free agents. Now, so, do you bring, do you bring one of your safeties back, or you go out in the market and, and try to pick up somebody like uh, Anthony you Harris? You got back Anthony Brown. He's a uh, was it? Yeah, Anthony Brown is an unrestricted free agent. We got Jordan Lewis coming back, and Chidobia Wuzier is safety. Yeah, I mean those guys. You can. So we're gonna have to shop, but they're all even if they're signed for this year. The ones, the two that are signed for this year, next year they're free agents. So we're gonna have to. If we don't get Byron Jones, you're gonna have to do something in the draft and free agency. How about like a Carl Joseph to play in the box and and help the? Uh, His name came up. Yeah. Help the pass rush, you know, get him in That's the right. blitzes, you know, and 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 uh, apply that pressure to to give, uh, you know, I mean, if you guys do bring Byron Jones, give him more opportunities, you know, and, yeah. and the rest of the secondary some chances. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, like that's, I mean, like you said, it, it's it's so hard to predict it right now. You know what I mean? Because like you said, yeah. without the CBA, without the real real number of the salary cap, we All don't know what to do. Still. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening right now. So it's like really hard to predict. But like at that point, like what do you got? What do you think about the guys coming back? Let's say Tristan Hill, right? Uh, we, we we had high hopes for Tristan Hill Brandon with his talent. Traffic, yeah. So so what happened with Tristan last year? What do, what do you think? I mean, obviously you had more guys in front of him. But like there was a lot of things said about Tristan Hill. Uh, Rob Marinelli, that was his guy. He really loved. He was in love with him. There was a lot of rumors, or you would say things, things that were said about laziness. Oh. Uh, so certain things, they're not picking up certain schemes. So I like. Well, he looked good coming out, and there was high hopes in training camp for him, but he didn't. Things didn't uh, turn out too well for him this year. Yeah, that, I'm a little nervous about that because because uh, I didn't know. I mean, I kind of heard that when he was coming out of South Florida. But the thing to me was uh, you guys, I mean, the Cowboys ran a pretty simple system last year, right? Like, Rob Marinelli yeah. is like, hey, just give me effort. Like, he tells yeah. the defensive ends, like, hey, you better never get blocked by a tight end, bro. Yeah. You get blocked by a tight end, like, they'll find you. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? And uh, so for me, like, now Mike Nolan coming in, he's more of a multiple defensive guy. Like, he'll run a 3-4, 4-3. Like, I remember Mike Nolan, yeah. when he was with the Falcons, one of his quotes was like, hey, I'd rather have 10 guys with three sacks each than, than two guys with 10 sacks each. That's what he said. He's like, because when people don't know where the pressure's coming from, it confuses the quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, like, that means that you're going to try all kind of different, you know, multiple fronts, uh, stunting and, and, you know, going through the line like that. And games with the uh, defensive line, like, can Tristan Hill handle that? If he could have handled a simple, like, penetrating scheme like Rob Mar- Marinelli ran. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. that that makes me nervous, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But going back to what you were saying before, you were talking about CeeDee Lamb, the whole Amari Cooper thing, if we don't resign Amari Cooper. CeeDee Lamb in the first round, that would be a dream come true for me, man. Especially, but it all depends on free agency. Of course. We pick up on free agency, and if we can get that versatility in the in the draft, you know, where you don't have to pick for need, which you shouldn't really. 
you take best player available at the time. That, we, we, yeah, we would love for, for that to be the case, right? Yeah. Oh, man. But so so let me ask you. So when you think of C D Lamb uh, at seventeen, are you thinking because that's a realistic option to fall to you, or literally like is that the guy you like? Like you take no, him no, no, over? No, no, no. That's for me. We're gonna need some defense. I want defense. Okay. But if a player like C D Lamb drops you at seventeen, you take him. Especially with your Eagles right behind us in need of wide receivers. I don't want to face him for the next couple of years, especially if I'm losing Byron Jones. Yeah. But let me you ask know, you, so. so, like, out of the three guys, let's say the three top guys that everybody has, right? You got Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, Henry Ruggs. Like, who do, you, who do you want? Lamb. Lamb? Out of those three? Lamb, Judy, Ruggs. <laughs> In that order. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> In that okay. order, but Lamb would be the one. If, if a wide receiver were to drop, we would consider it would be Lamb. You don't want that next Tyreek Hill and her Ruggs? That's what a lot of people saying, but I prefer Lamb. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, his run after catch is special for sure. Like, he's he's, he's physical. Out. You know what I mean? Like, it, it makes sense for the Cowboys because you got that physical offensive line. You got a physical running back and Bruiser and Zeke Elliott. You got a big quarterback yeah. in Dak. Like, Lamb fits that. You know what I mean? Which, like, you know, I know the Cowboys are all glitz and glamour. You know what I mean? But, like, that's a physical football team there. But, like you said, you definitely got to back that up in defense. But... You know, people are saying Xavier McKinney's gonna be there. You know, CJ CJ Henderson is gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Like like I said, obviously if you lose Byron Jones, CJ Henderson might have to be a pick. You know, maybe yeah. if you have to reach for Jeff Gladney from TCU, um, just because he's probably not gonna be there when you pick again in the second round. True. You know? Those are players yeah. that you're obviously, you know, thinking about. Um yeah. so in other words, I mean if you lose Robert Quinn, if you lose Michael Bennett, do you need another, you know, defensive end coming off the edge? You know what I mean? To help yeah. him on the other side of for for to help D Law out, Demarcus Lawrence, you know? I mean, there's so many questions. What do you what do you think about all that? Like what what would what would how would you plan? Let's just say the CBA for now is at two hundred million. You got seventy four million dollars in cap space, right? What is your plan to make the Cowboys better personnel wise realistically in twenty twenty? In twenty twenty, well, I think number one you gotta do is lock up Dak, like we said. That's number one. Amari's next. You can need a franchise tag if you can't get into a contract with Amari. That's number two. Byron Jones, if it's going to be at that, Byron Jones is going to go. And so that's what your decision. First round, I go safety. Safety, corner, defense, number one, in the first round of the draft. Round two, if you can get yourself a corner or safety once again, or if you get one of those other wide receivers, a Brandon Ayuk, mm. uh, there's quite a few other players oh, that are so uh, Jalen Rager. So I doubt Jalen Rager drops to uh, to us in the second Four, that far down in the second. You pick 48 in the second, is it? 48, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, I think it's 48. Okay, it's possible, but yeah, you're right. He might be gone by then. So there's a couple uh, a couple other scenarios. I wrote something down here to ask you guys your opinion. Would you? What would you prefer? Signing Amari Cooper and taking a top cornerback in the draft, or sign keeping Byron Jones and taking a top wide receiver in the draft. I know we spy spoke about it, but I want to know your opinion. B all day. B. Look, B, Byron Jones and that top look, wide man, receiver. Look, man, Amari Cooper. The I mean, what is it, what is he trying to get? At least like twenty mil, eighteen, seventeen. I mean, if you're talking Julio and Odell money, then yeah, bro, that's a lot of money, bro. You can you can uh, yeah, whatever happened in the past with the first rounds, who cares, bro? 
You know, we're talking about the now. You know what I'm saying? Go get uh, get a receiver, like you said, C.D. Lamb. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. What is it? Well, Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs yeah. and, uh, and Jerry Judy. And Jerry Judy. Get one of those guys because, you know, that difference in, in millions is, is, is a lot. It's a pretty big gap, and you can use some of that to bolster the defense and get somebody like Anthony Harris at safety. Get somebody like Carl Joseph to, to, to play in the box and apply more pressure to help your guys. So get a rookie receiver that's a beast. Keep Byron Jones. Uh, uh, you know, use some of that money to, uh, you know, in free agency to get Anthony Harris or, some, you know, something like that. And uh, I, I think that's 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 where you got to go, man. I, that's a lot of money for a wide receiver, bro. Yes, he's a beast. He's nice, man. But, I mean, I think one of these receivers in the first round could do the same too, you know, if not more more fresh, you know, and, uh, yeah. and, and not that injury prone like what happened, like you said, in, in yeah. week four and whatnot. You don't want another season like that. So, I, I mean, I think you can get a, you can get that receiver, get Byron Jones, and then the second round – you can start getting some more defensive picks and in the free agency, you know, or even in the third, fourth round, get another receiver, another speedy receiver to take off the top or I don't know, yeah. man, but you, you got to let go of, of Mari Cooper in my opinion. Mari Cooper. So yeah. Byron Jones, uh, Dak Prescott, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, my, my biggest thing is like how many, like year in and year out, right, you guys play fantasy. I'm not a big fantasy guy. But how many times can you pick a wide receiver, you know what I'm saying, like way later on who ends up producing? You know what I mean? Like there aren't too many Byron Jones, Stephon Gilmore's, okay, Tredevious yeah. White, Jalen Ramsey's in, uh, I'm sorry, um, in, 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 in the league or period. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like probably the hardest position to play is cornerback besides quarterback. You know what I mean? Why? Because they're just asking yeah. you to guard the fastest, freakiest athletes on the planet. And it's like, here, go one-on-one with them. You know what I mean? Like, it's insane. You can't lose a guy like Byron. To me, you can't lose a guy like Byron Jones. No. Is the drop-off yeah. from a Byron Jones to a C.J. Henderson more or less than Amari Cooper to a C.D. Lamb? Amari Cooper to a Henry Ruggs? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would. I mean, I think the drop-off from Byron Jones to C.J. Henderson is huge. You know, there's no way Akuda. Yeah. You know, there's no way Akuda's gonna fall that far. Oh, no it's way. not gonna happen. No you know, he might be the highest drafted corner of all time. You know. Yep. And so, like, what I'm thinking is, like, man, there's just aren't too many Byron Jones on this planet. You know what I mean? So it's like, period. Um, there's so many bad corners in this league that get torched all the time. Mm-hmm. You know. And so to me, it's just like I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go Byron Jones. You know what I mean? Like, For there's sure. and it's just so many wide receivers in his in his league too. You know. So, it's a big risk, though, too, you know, seeing if uh, you don't know if CD or Jerry Judy is going to be there. So that's another scary thing. But like you said, you still got Ayuk. You still got, yeah. you know, Ruggs. You still got Rager. You still got, you know, the. Uh, I mean, man, like I was just looking at this wide receiver. Like, dude, the, you can get wide receiver in the it's third or fourth round. Dude, it's huge. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, like, to me, it's just like, hey, if you got a good offensive system, you got good offensive line, you know, look what the Patriots did with yeah. nobodies. You know what I mean? Look what the, like, even the Eagles at one point where what, you know, Andy Reid was doing with James Thrash and, like, and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Was that real skinny uh, rod receiver that he used to have that was, like, ridiculously tiny? Mm-hmm. I forgot his name. But, like, it's, I'm talking about years ago. But it, you just see, like, there's not many NFL teams that win Super Bowls that did it with a number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, what is Chad Johnson, Steve Smith, Julio Jones – you know what I mean? Like, the only one I can literally think off the top of my head is Jerry Rice. Mm-hmm. Jerry Rice is the only wide receiver that brought home the hardware. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can name yeah. all these other top wide receivers, Toa Lowens. You know what I mean? Like, we could go down the list, Yeah. you know? And uh, and like I said, at the end of the day, the problem is, like, they don't 
there's no championships. Odell Beckham. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to hate on those guys. I love them. They make the game fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they make the game, you know, super watchable. But, like, how many of them bring home the hardware? You know what I'm saying? Offensive line, yeah. defense. I, you guys, I mean, I, for me, the Cowboys got the team to do it. You know? I got something controversial for you, man, before we wrap it up. Now, would you take a Super Bowl win with Tom Brady? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then wait another 25 years to possibly get another one, or would you roll the dice with Dak Prescott and say, let's see what he can do? What do you mean by that? I say you roll the dice, man. You roll the dice with Dak Prescott, the new coaching staff, and uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not, when I heard that news, I was like, no, I hope not, man. You, but but you're going to have him for two years for a chance to... Uh, two to three, yeah. To win a Super Bowl. What if he hits that wall like Phillip Rivers did all of a sudden where... You can't throw 25 yards down the field. It's going to be a big problem. That's another scary thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I just think he has the, uh, you know, the Cowboys offensive line and running back, and then you can put the right weapons around him and and a smart play call. And especially, I mean, you don't have to go deep all the time. Yeah, you know, he doesn't have the arm strength like he used to. But I'll I'll tell you what he has, though. You know what I'm saying? Last oh, yeah, last season was tough, man. I mean, he had all the protection in, in the world at times, and he, he was just throwing the ball wherever, bro. That's that's what happened with that yeah. pick six, you know, in, uh, against Tennessee. Me, no, no, nobody did, nobody did. But what I'm saying is that, you know, he's a proven he's a proven winner. Not only that, but that Absolutely. that that mentality and that attitude in the locker room is it's gonna help boost everyone up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I've won six Super Bowl rings. This is the, oh, the yeah. type of mentality we need to have in order to be successful and win a championship. Yeah. And you, you guys buy into the system, you know what I'm saying? And let's roll and let's, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I think he's a proven winner. And, you know, I, we had this conversation the other day, and I actually have it here on my notes. Signed Tom Brady for three years, you know, and, uh, um, and, and, and you know, hopefully you get that championship that you guys have always wanted, you know, especially when it, when it comes to crunch time in the fourth quarter, you know, do you want the ball in Tom Brady's hands in the fourth quarter or in overtime, or do you want the ball in Dak's hands? Guess what? What what, what were the stats? In, uh, Dak Prescott's stats in his very last game, what was He didn't throw a single touchdown pass against, uh, what was that, the Eagles? Was it the it, Eagles? It either, no, it was the Eagles. You know, what was, what was his last, what was the Cowboys' last game last year? What? It was the Eagles. I it was the Eagles. How many touchdown passes yeah. did he throw? Was it zero? It was zero. Look it up, dude. Yeah. I, dude, I, I'm saying, I don't know. Do you want the ball in Dak's, you know, arm or Tom Brady's arm? I don't well, know. I know that's just. I know that's one game. But if you watch Dak, Dak's been clutch throughout the years, man. He's captain. He's been clutch, especially for coming in as a rookie, taking over for Romo, and then the past couple of years, he's been clutch in the fourth quarter. Pressure on him. He handles the pressure well. I'd take Dak over over Brady. All right. The Brady rental. Yeah, I mean, my biggest argument to that is I I just think right now, like, Dak is the better football player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like, what he me, brings me to the table, yeah, I, I think that, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. for sure. I mean, the question is, which is, I don't know, I don't think we can answer. But you don't, don't need a lot of athleticism without offensive line. You don't, you, which I agree with you there, you don't. But my biggest thing is, like, what he brings to the table, the bootleg actions, the, you know, Running with the ball, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like a lot more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm at the point where like I don't want the ball in Tom Brady's hands in the fourth quarter. I want it in Zeke's hands. 
Like, you guys yeah. should be, like, just, like, tearing people up where, like, fourth quarter is marrying Barber time again. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, just wearing people out to the point where, like, that's it. It's game over. You know, kind of like what San Francisco did with last year. True. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, we're going to run them to death. I don't care if Jeremy Garoppolo only throws eight passes in a championship game. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what we do. You know, we got Tony Pollard. We got, you know, Zeke Elliott. We got, what, Mike Weber on the practice squad. Mike Weaver on the practice squad. So, like, that's my mindset in that regard. You know what I'm saying? Like, can Brady, like like Uriah said, that is a question. Does he bring, you know, a different mindset to the locker room of, like, hey, I got six Super Bowls? Because, like, we know who walks through the halls down in Dallas. You know what I mean? We got Emmitt. We got Troy. We got Michael Irvin. You got all these guys who still swing through there. And, they, like, they got the rings to show. They got the Super Bowl trophies. Like, don't you think these guys, like, heard enough from them already? You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing I'm thinking about. Like, Chargers is different. Falcons is different. We got no Super Bowls. That's a different story. You guys got five. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, at the end of the day, like, I'm like, do they really need Brady to elevate their game to that? Maybe he can. I don't know. Is he that type of dude? He could be. You know? What do you think about that? And then also give us and also give us your prediction because we yeah, gotta wrap it, it up pretty soon. Yeah, if it works out the way you decided, what what what's your prediction for next year? If it works out for me, the re- I just want to get past the first round of the playoffs, <laughs> man. Just please get us there, man. <laughs> and uh, we suffered enough. But uh, back, I wanted to say something. You said uh, you were talking about the mentality. That was something that the new coaching staff that's they've been saying. Change the mentality. The team is built to put people on our butt, run them over. He was attack, attack, attack on defense. So hopefully that that's just the beginning with the new coaching staff changing the mentality. Garrett's out. I'm excited about that. So hopefully we uh we got a playoff caliber team. If we can hold on to a couple of our players, no question. Add a couple of free agents and just make the right decisions. Pick these players in a draft. That are not going to fit your scheme. Not that they fit your scheme, but you're drafting players and preparing them. Well, drafting these players to uh, not fit your scheme. Yeah. So what do you think? 11 wins, 10 wins, 9 wins? I'm going to go with the 11 wins. I like it. Positive. Okay, you play the NFC West this year. And who do you play in the AFC? Nah, who's in the AFC? I know you play the NFC West. So that means you got San Fran, Arizona, yeah. Seattle, and LA. I think LA is gonna take. I think the Rams are gonna take a step back again. Oh yeah, I really do. I don't think they're, they're gonna. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're letting so. go of a lot of guys. Yeah, I, I just don't think they. I don't think they. Paying golf, I think he's gonna hurt that team. I really do. Like they're gonna lose. You can't read schemes at all. Man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like Donald is beast, and like Gurley, they paint Gurley, and Gurley's not the same guy, unfortunately. But yeah, man, uh, I, I think, I think with everything you said, I agree with you keeping Dak. I'm hoping they keep in Byron Jones. Yeah, I think I think the Cowboys are the team to beat in FCE. Sorry, Eagles. I, I really do think it's the Cowboys for sure. Absolutely. Yep, I agree too. But, uh, hey, we got to get going. Uh, anyways, uh, to the viewers out there, what do you guys think? Do you guys agree with us? Do you guys agree with Manny? Um, drop your comments down below. Are the Cowboys overrated? Are the Cowboys are they, overrated? Are they playoff caliber? Yeah. So drop a like, hit the subscribe button. We're going to keep doing more videos. Manny, thanks for taking the time to uh, join us and talk about Dallas football. No thanks and for having me, guys. Yeah, oh, man. You, man. Uh, I appreciate it. it, man. And best of luck to your team. And, uh, hey, thank you guys for joining us. And have a good one. You guys take care. Take care. God bless. All right. Have take care. Bye-bye.